You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 206. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, Amy here. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Today, we are talking about content creation for your online course with a post-it note strategy. And you know my obsession with office supplies. So if there's post-it notes involved, bring it on. I'm all about it. Now, here's the thing. When you're looking to create an online course, and this is especially true when you're just starting out, you've got a ton of information to choose from. Maybe you're pulling from 10 to 15 years experience. Maybe you've been coaching or consulting for a while. So you've got a lot of stories and examples and exercises floating around in your head and getting that all out of your head and onto paper can be excruciating. I often joke that when I have to sit down and create an outline for a brand new course, which I've recently been working on, it's both exciting and like I said, excruciating. It's like I have this love-hate relationship with creating the outline for a course. Any way you look at it, it can be tough to figure out how to break down the mountains of content that you have in your head right now. So I think two of my students said it best. I have this Facebook group called the Insiders Club, and it's just for my students. And Hazel said, what's your best practice in dividing big content into bite-sized, easy-to-consume material? What factors do you consider? And then Corey added, this is a phenomenal question. We are always way too deep in the woods and losing our audience because we're giving them too much content. Can you relate? I think this is a very real fear that many of us feel. So inside of my Courses That Convert program, I teach my four-step process for outlining and fleshing out your course content. And I teach the exact process I use in my own business. But I'm also always interested in hearing different ways of how to put a course together. So I wanted to bring someone on who is in the trenches every day with her clients, helping them build their courses. You may have heard me talk about her before because she also helps me with content on my podcast. Her name is Gina Onativia, and she is a content and course expert who builds done-for-you courses for experts, speakers, and entrepreneurs. I know Gina well because we worked together many, many, many years ago in our corporate jobs, and we both worked in content development. So while we were preparing for this episode, Gina said, you better tell them that you boss me around all the time. And I started laughing. I think I forgot that that happened, but I was super bossy with Gina. I wasn't mean, I was just bossy. And she kind of just rolled with the bossiness. I don't know, I have an older sister who bossed me around forever in our childhood. So I think I wanted to like take that role, but Gina just rolled with it. And from there, we became best friends. And so we still talk all of the time. She's helped me with so much content on the podcast. So I'm excited that now she's on the show as well. So I wanted to bring Gina on because she has this post-it note exercise and she created it to help her own clients figure out some of the pre-details before diving into course creation. I think 
of her process is kind of like a prelude to my own. And I think you'll find it extremely helpful in your own course creation process. And by the way, if you're not in the midst of creating an online course, you can use this post-it note strategy for any type of content creation. Now, I don't want you to miss out on the freebie, which has the exact steps that we're going to talk about in this episode. And you're also going to see a real post-it note exercise from one of Gina's clients that you can use as an example to guide your own process. I love good examples. So to grab the exact process that we're going to walk you through on this episode, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 206 download. You're totally going to want this process. So don't wait, just go grab it. amyporterfield.com forward slash 206 download. Okay, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in and chat with Gina all about the post-it note process. Gina Anativia, thank you so much for being on my podcast. This is going to be a good one. It's such an honor to be on, Amy. I can't wait. Let's do it. Okay, we have a lot to cover, but before we get to the course creation content discussion, we probably need to take a few minutes to talk about how much I used to boss you around. Oh, I loved every minute of it. (laughs) You're such a liar. I was (laughs) talking about this in the intro and I wasn't mean. I was just really bossy. Would we agree with that? Oh, no, no, no. You weren't mean. You were you were in charge. And I remember (laughs) one of my first days working with you and we were in we had to go share a hotel room because we had an early flight the next day. And, you know, I'm settling in and you tell me, shut off the lights. <laughs> it was really <laughs> abrupt. You were in bed. You were ready to go to sleep. And you told me to shut off the lights. I shut off the lights. I climbed into bed. I was so scared. I just, I wanted to do your bidding. <laughs> okay. So these days, my team talks about sharing hotel rooms, like if we're going to do an event or whatever. And I always say, I do not want anyone to share a hotel room because I hated sharing hotel rooms because when I'm ready for bed, I'm ready for bed. Plus I go to bed early, as you know. So yes. I was very bossy. I feel so bad about it, but it's like in my nature, I can't help it. (laughs) But there was some good times. There are some good times too. Yeah. You no. you were a great boss and you would even bribe me with, uh, if I do things, I would get a prize, right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So don't bring that one up because I do this with my team even now. No, you still do it. (laughs) I can't help it. So literally just last week, I promised Chloe a prize. It's like a joke on the team because they know that the secret is I take forever to deliver. But we had this little contest inside of our team and Anyone who came up with a great subject line for this email we were sending had to put it into Slack. And then at the end of the day, we all voted on the best subject lines. And I said, whoever wins gets a prize. And so everyone gets really excited. And then I forget to do the prize. So I still have to deliver. Yeah, sometimes I think you would stack up the points in your mind and then take a little while to deliver. But you always delivered and the prizes were always fantastic. It makes it so fun, right? It does. It does. (laughs) And with the prizes and all the bossing around, one of the biggest gifts that Gina and I both took away from that is learning how to create stellar content. You can't disagree with that one, right? 
No way. I definitely agree. And so with that, Gina has created her entire career around helping people create their online courses and really diving into the content. And so that's why I wanted her on the show. We've been talking about having her on for over a year now. And I'm really excited about this because she's not just going to talk about content, but she has an entire process that also includes office supplies, the post-it notes. And so we're going to get down into the particular so are you ready to get going, G? Let's go. Let's okay. Do it. Number one, where do you think most course creators get tripped up when starting out? Well, here's the thing, Ames. They've got a ton of info, right? And you want to share it. It's a lot of good stuff, but you don't want to just dump it all out there. Like I have one client who came to us and said, hey, here's my 13 modules on a spreadsheet, right? It's just way too much. Yes. People have a great idea and they just want to get it out. They just want to share it. But I'm telling you, I don't even talk about content until maybe the second or third meeting with a client. Wow. So what are you talking about before that? So I'm talking about structure, okay? I want them to focus on an outcome, their promise, and who they're serving first and foremost then once you have that structure, then we can talk content. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So let's start diving into that post-it exercise. What's the first step? Okay. So you've got your post-its. First step, put the name of your course front and center. Listen, it's okay if you haven't finalized the title. You are putting the intention out there. My name is Gina. I am creating this course and you're putting that front and center. And by the way, I love what you say about doing a title. Keep it simple. Just say what it is. Like there's a beauty to webinars that convert, courses that convert. You know exactly what you're getting. You know the promise, right? Yes, yes. So then after you put the title underneath that, you're going to put the problem you're solving for. So for our purposes, let's pretend we've got a fictional course called Your Picky Eater Solution, Transforming Toddler Tastes. So it's a course to help moms of toddlers get through the picky eating cycle, right? So the problem would be two to five-year-olds who make mealtime a difficult experience because they refuse to eat anything that's served. Then below that, you would put your promise, which is how you're going to solve for that problem. So for the picky eater course, you'd say, relieve tension during mealtimes, have moms excited to engage with their kids during meals. And then you have your sandwich. You've got your title, then your problem, then your promise. Does that make sense? It does. And it's so important that you get clear around the problem and the promise. And I would guess that most people kind of skip this and they go right to the brain dump of all the content in their head. That's right. Because they've got this content swarming in their head and they just want to get it out. So we immediately dive into the weeds. Okay. So you call it a sandwich. Title, problem, (laughs) promise. Awesome. It's your your yummy sandwich. Okay, got it. And then the next step deals with your avatar, right? Right. So now you're going to think about your audience and what they're feeling before they take your course and how they feel after they take your course. So on the left side of your post-it wall, I want you to think about what your avatar or your core person is feeling right now before they take your course. Are they frustrated? Are they sad? Are they angry? Are they lost? Do they feel alone? Like they're never going to find a solution to this, right? Like they've tried other things and nothing has worked. So for the eating course, your mommy avatar probably feels angry, impatient, like they're running out of options, maybe even like she's a bad parent. 
I whisper that, right? Because it's it's something we don't talk about. And I want you to drill down on that and talk about the things we only say in whispers, because that's the good stuff, right? Really dig deep. Okay, let me stop you there. Because this is a question I get asked all the time when I talk about Avatar. And that is, well, what if I don't know? What if I'm not sure about these things? The first thing is, you got to get more information if you just don't know. And so inside of my courses that convert program, we talk about doing course calls, getting on the phone with your ideal avatar, asking them the questions that will give you more insight into who this avatar is. And also sometimes you have to make educated guesses. Would you agree with that? Yes, I agree. And by the way, I love your validation process that you have inside of courses that convert. That's something that we talk about or I talk about with our own process or and doing surveys and just putting yourself out there and talking to your avatar on a regular basis. I think that's really spot on. Yes. So do the best you can. You don't want to fly blind, but if you have to make some assumptions here, that's okay. You could always change it around. The beauty of post-its is you could move them around and you could throw them in the trash and start over. So that's exactly right. Okay. So we've got, that's on the left side, right? Yes. That's on okay. the left side. All right. Now on the right, because we're talking about a transformation, you want to take them from the feeling lost, angry, frustrated, to transformed, right? So on the right side, you want to talk about how you want your student to feel after she takes your course. So from the mommy avatar, maybe she feels more confident as a person, relieved that she doesn't need to think about this every night and even argue with her husband or mother-in-law, right? So I'm created a scenario in my head for this avatar. And that's how deep I've gone to feel that, right? And maybe she's excited about the next steps. Like she's got a recipe she can cook with her three-year-old son tomorrow night. That's powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So true. So, because as we know, emotion is so important. People buy things because of the way we think it's going to make them feel. You want to know what your student feels, what your potential student feels, so that you can really deliver for them inside your course. Yeah. And it's so important for marketing in general. When you really understand what that potential student is thinking, feeling, worried about, excited about what they're desiring, that's when you can create stellar copy on your sales page. That's when you know how to talk to them inside of a webinar or a Facebook ad or wherever it might be. So again, I want to repeat this, that people are driven by emotion. So the more you can tap into that, you can use it throughout all of your marketing. I love that. That's perfect. Okay. So now it is time to start the outline of the course, right? Yes. Now it's time to think about your overarching steps. Okay. So still no brain dump yet. No, no brain dump. Come on. I want to get there. I know. know, We're (laughs) almost there. So I know it's tempting, but instead I want you to stay above the trees. Now write down four or five steps that make up your course. So don't go into detail yet. I did this with a client a couple weeks ago and we outlined the steps and then he just started downloading and going into all this detail and on and on. I said, stop, stop, stop. We're staying higher level first. So overarching steps only. Okay. So for example, if we're going back to our toddler course, step one could be all about mindset. Step two, change up your routine. Step three, food revolution. Step four, age adjustments. Step five, making it last. So those would be the five overarching steps for that course. Okay. I need a little bit more here because if I am 
to the point that I'm going to put some steps in there. And these are steps in terms of how you want to teach it, right? How you want to teach your content? Exactly. Okay. So basically you've got all of these ideas circling around in your head, but you're saying before you like start talking about all the content, because like you said, and I've had this experience so many times with people, they'll just go on and on and on about their content because they're so close to it. But you're saying before you go into the weeds like that, what would the framework possibly look like? Now this could freak some people out because they're like, I don't know yet. I'm not sure what the roadmap would look like. I'm assuming you're just giving it your best try in the beginning here. Well, and I've got a hack for this. So if you're stuck on this, go get a friend that's a writer friend or a content friendly friend, right? Like a creative type friend who can interview you and kind of pull those steps out of you and say, okay, so I'm starting here. Now what? Okay. Then what's the next step? Say higher level. And then where do I go from there? So ask that friend to interview you and pull those steps out of you. Okay, great. So you might need a little help with this, but you're just looking in terms of the roadmap. How would you lay it all out so someone could easily get through your content to get to that promise of those results that you promised? Perfect. That's exactly right. Got it. Okay. Okay. So then you drill down with the lessons, right? Yes, right. So underneath each step, write down two to three lessons for each module or step, right? Now you might have four or five whatever you think it is, just write it. So for example, step one of our fictional course, I said was all about mindset. So maybe I have two lessons and I like to label my lessons like 1.1 or 1.2. So 1.1, which would be module one, lesson one, it's all about mindset. So it might be more of an introduction lesson. And then 1.2 or module one, lesson two would be common mistakes all moms make. Got it. And so this is great because this is exactly how I do my courses in terms of you've got the module, which is basically big picture, the the title that kind of sums up everything you're going to go into with that module. And then what I, the terminology I use is then you've got lessons underneath each module. Typically those lessons are videos, right? Whether they're yes, direct right. to camera or slides or whatever that might be. So you've got right. module, then you've got your individual lessons under that. Okay. Right. And what I like about your courses is that you give them a system of taking it from organizing to scripting. And then when you're actually creating the videos and the assets to putting it into Dropbox. So you're going to use the system like the 1.1, 1.2 throughout until you're ready to post on your course site. Yes. So I love this. Everyone knows I'm a stickler for how to organize a Dropbox. If you're in (laughs) courses that convert, I walk you through exactly how I organize my digital files as they relate to Dropbox. And exactly, I use these numbers 1.1, 1.2. So I always know where I'm at. And also it helps me communicate with my team like, okay, I just finished video 1.2 and I need a transcript for that or whatever it is. So really paying attention to how you're naming each of your digital files as you get going. That could be a whole different podcast episode, but I find (laughs) it incredibly important. Okay. I agree. Then I know as a final step, you create this map where you ask, what's the outcome here? What's the value I'm adding? Oh, this is good. Talk to me about this one. Okay. So here as a final step, you're making a roadmap. So let's take 1.1, for example, it's all about mindset. So to your questions, what's the outcome here? What's the value I'm adding? What does this deliver for my customer? So for 1.1, I might say, 
Changing the habits of picky eaters starts with changing mindsets, yours and theirs. I'll walk through five principles where you might get stuck and how to change it up. So what I'll do, Ames, is I'll put this at the top of a script. So I know when I'm working on 1.1, here's the outcome, here's what I'm delivering, so I can stay on task. And then you'll see, you'll start building these roadmap pieces and it creates this bigger course. So it's a really powerful structure that you can use as you plan out your course to refocus you. Does that make sense? It does. And here's the thing. It helps in two ways, like Gina said, but I want to show you how I've actually used this inside of my program. So the first thing is when you're saying, what's the outcome here? What's the value? Gina's saying, you write, I call it a little ditty or a blurb. You write this blurb down and I say, open up a Google doc and get organized and start that way. But you write it out. Like she said, changing the habits of picky eaters starts with changing mindsets, yours and theirs. I'll walk you through five principles where you might get stuck and how to change it up. So I wanted to read that again for two reasons. One, you're getting clear that you actually are delivering value there. If it's hard for you to write that blurb about what 1.1 lesson is going to be about, then you likely need to go back to the drawing board. And number two, as long as you're documenting all of this stuff, when you jump into your members area, you all know I use Kajabi now. When I jump into Kajabi to load up all of my content, now I have blurbs to talk about each of the lessons. It's already done for me. I used it to create the content, but now I'm copying and pasting that and putting it below each of the videos. This is something that I used to do at the very end and it was a huge pain in the butt, but I love how Gina's saying, do it now. And so it's going to help you navigate through your content and then you can just copy and paste it right into your members area. That is brilliant. And I love that idea. I try. I try. That was brilliant. I didn't think about (laughs) that, but you're right. You are creating that copy that you're going to need for your members area. Yes. And it's a pain in the butt when you have to do that all after the fact. So I love that you're having them do it now. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products. And I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. 
We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so now it's finally time for the brain dump, and now you get to fill in all the content, although you kind of have a caveat to this one. So talk to me about the brain dump phase. Okay, so before I do that, I want to acknowledge that this can be a little tricky to visualize, right, as we're talking about it, and that's why we've got the freebie where I'm going to walk through an example of how I did a posted exercise with a client and then have a blank one for everyone listening to fill out. Perfect. And side note, if you are in my podcast community, which is amyporterfield.com forward slash podcast community, look at that. We are going to be doing a special giveaway prize because like we said in the beginning, I like to give away prizes. And, I love it. And so there is a prize. It has to do with office supplies. You can only enter the contest if you're in my Facebook community. So make sure to join us over there. And also as another reminder, how do you get this freebie? amyporterfield.com forward slash 206 amyporterfield.com forward slash 206. You'll see an opt-in opportunity there. Okay. So keep us going. Okay. So back to our brain dump. Now you can brain dump within the structure that we've put in place, right? So going back to 1.1, you're going to pull up, you and I are both a fan of Google Docs. Like we totally are aligned with our systems. So we bring up a Google Doc with 1.1. You've got your outcome on top that you did as part of your roadmap And now you can start brain dumping just for 1.1 though. But meanwhile, you've got the emotions of your student. It's in your body, right? You're associated to it. So that's a part of you. You know your promise. You know your outcome. And then you can let it flow. Then you can brain dump. Okay, perfect. So that makes perfect sense. So you're going to brain dump, but you're not going to get all wild and crazy about it. (laughs) You're going to- You're going to do it with focus. Yes. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. I want to wrap this up by asking you a quick question. Sometimes my students will say, Amy, I've got this big course I've created, but I want to just take a piece of it, maybe a few lessons or a module out, and I want to sell that as a standalone. Now, I have an opinion about this, but I want to hear your take on it first. Okay, this is a great question. I think most of the time you're going to create a course that builds step by step. So it might be tough to just grab a step and make that a standalone piece. 
However, if you're building a course, for example, event planning resources, you can plan out the modules so they can be standalones. Like maybe I just need a resource for working with speakers, best practices, contracts, etc. Then maybe I could pick out that piece from my outline and use as a standalone. It really depends on the content. My opinion is it's doable, but maybe not the really the ideal way to go. Sometimes it's hard to create bigger results for your students by just picking out one piece of the puzzle. Exactly. That was where I was going with it. It sounds good in theory, except for the fact that you have to go back to the drawing board, grab your post-its and say, okay, what is my promise here? Or what is their specific problem first? And then what is the promise? And sometimes it's hard to promise anything really substantial when they only get a tiny piece of it. Now, one thing you could do is you could take out, let's say, a piece of it, maybe the first module. You could sell it as a standalone. Obviously, the promise is going to be a lot smaller, but then you need to do a really good job of upselling them into the bigger course. You can even offer a discount, of course, because they've already paid for the first module. But I think your job would be then to move them into the bigger course. Maybe they just needed to experience it first. So there's some things you could play around with it, but I've never done it. It's not my favorite strategy, but I get asked about it a lot. So just be really mindful of the promise as well as how are you going to upsell them into the bigger course? Yeah, I I agree. I love that. Good stuff. Okay. So we are wrapping this up, but I really want my listeners to learn more about Eugenia. And I know that they can go to coursecreationboutique.com. So let me give you that one more time, coursecreationboutique.com. But Gina, I want you to tell my listeners a little bit about this mastermind you have around creating an online course. I think it's really unique. I don't know anybody else who's doing it. So tell my listeners a little bit about that opportunity. Okay, sure. It's called Course for Completion Mastermind, and it's for people who want to finish their course and get it out to market and maybe promote it a few times throughout the year. So who it's really for is, say you took your course, Courses That Convert, and got halfway through, you're almost finished, maybe you got stuck on the tech, or maybe you want a little bit more accountability and handholding and hear from your peers and hear from myself. You get coached by myself to make sure you get that course done, get it out to market. And like I said, promote it, put it out there a few times. Perfect. Again, coursecreationboutique.com is where you can learn all about it. I know some of my students are interested in it for sure. Sometimes you just don't want to do it alone. You want some handholding. You want to make sure you get to the finish line. And this mastermind is definitely one smart way to do it. So I'm so excited for your mastermind. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning it. Gina, it's so great that you were on the show because this is a topic that's come up again and again. So thank you so very much for being here. I have wanted you to come on the show forever. So we finally made it happen. We did. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on. Okay. See you soon and take care. So there you have it. I hope you have loved this interview with Gina as much as I have. It's so much fun to talk content creation with Gina because she's a master in this area. Plus, it's always fun to go down memory lane. Now, don't forget, we have an awesome, you've got to get your hands on it freebie for this episode. Go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 
206-DOWNLOAD, amyporterfield.com forward slash 206-DOWNLOAD. And Gina has actually created a step-by-step post-it note strategy so that when you're ready to create any type of content, you'll have the actual process right there in front of you. You can print it out and check it off as you go along. Don't forget to grab this freebie. You're going to want it, and I don't want you to forget where to grab it. So go ahead, get it, save it to your computer, and you'll have it ready to go when you are ready to create new content. All right, guys, I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. I've got so many good episodes coming your way. I'm bursting at the seams to share them with you. So until next week, make it a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 